Hi friends! My name is Caitlin Matchy, and I would like to welcome you to The Thought Maze. Thank you so much for joining me today. So the purpose of The Thought Maze is to talk about mental health in a very non-serious, non-stuffy, non-frilly way. Just down-to-earth, simple, as simple as mental health issues can be. And just be real about the stuff that we feel on a regular basis. And I'm hoping that from me sharing my stories and the stories of my friends, my family, the people around me, and your stories as well, that somebody out there will feel less alone. Unfortunately, we don't talk as much about what we feel and what we struggle with. And that may make, make us feel like we are alone in the things that we feel. And that's very often not the case. So if this podcast can help somebody get some hope or feel less alone or even feel inspired, I think I've done my job. So a little bit about me. I am from the Midwest. I grew up in Southern Illinois. I now live in the St. Louis area and have been here for um, 14 years. I am a survivor of childhood abuse. I won't go too much into detail right now because I don't want to trigger anyone at this moment. Of course, if anybody would want more details, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm pretty open with my story. I just don't want to um, run the possibility of harming somebody. I may go more into detail in another episode. Um, but for right now, I'll just say that I, I went through some pretty rough stuff in my childhood. I was abused in just about any way you could think. And I never processed it until I was well into adulthood. It was not acknowledged by the people around me. I did experience depression when I was a teenager and a lot of anger and I didn't realize that it was connected to what I had been through. When I was in my early 20s, I acted on some suicidal ideations and it wasn't the first time I felt that way, but it was the first time that there was some real action taken and it was the first time that somebody acknowledged that what I was feeling had a lot to do with what happened to me as a child. And it was the first time that somebody acknowledged that what happened to me as a child was bad and that I had a right to feel some pretty bad feelings because of what happened. Um, so it was very validating and it really started me on a course to start processing what had happened. In 2017, I met my best friend in the entire universe, and she had a similar background to me, and she was so brave. She was very open about what had happened to her. She had done TV interviews. She spoke about it in her church, and she was not afraid of what had happened to her, and she did not blame herself. She had such a healthy outlook. And it was truly inspiring. And because of her, I began to actually talk about what had happened to me openly and realized that there is no shame in 
what had happened because it was not my fault. And in 2018, I went to counseling for the first time. Now, granted, it's not that it was a bad experience. It just, it didn't help me. And I think maybe my counselor and I just weren't a good fit. She was a great person, but maybe we just weren't a good match. And I didn't stay with her very long. But then in 2021, I came to some realizations when it came to my trauma and it really broke me and I decided that it was time to truly make an effort to process what had happened to me. So I decided to go to trauma counseling and I did counseling online. She wasn't even really in my area, but she was great. We made so much progress in the eight or nine months that we talked. And it was really, really hard. I truly believe that I even re-traumatized myself at some point, which led to me developing some chronic illnesses. I won't go into too much depth on that right now because it's extremely complicated. It's extremely controversial. And some people don't believe that it's really a thing, but for me, it's the only thing that makes sense. Either way, so it wasn't a, uh, it wasn't a walk in the park, but I was able to process so much with her. And by the time we wrapped up our relationship, I feel like I had made a lot of progress in processing my trauma. So it was really great. But last year, Because of these chronic illnesses that I was dealing with, I began to get depressed. So I decided to go back to counseling and I decided not to uh, go to a trauma counselor because I didn't figure that was necessary. Uh, But of course, healing is not linear and my trauma did come up at some point and it turns out I had a lot more work to do. So I am still with that counselor today. She is really incredible and she has helped me do so much work processing more things that I thought that I was already over. And even though it feels like I might be over them now, I'm sure I'm not, but I feel lucky that she's got my back and she'll be there with me to help me through those times. So It's been a really great experience, and uh, that's pretty much where I'm at now. So I am a grad student in the Clinical Mental Health Counseling Program. I do have a bachelor's degree in psychology, and I am planning on um, being a trauma counselor someday. And I love to tell the story of how I got into counseling, especially being that I'm in my mid-30s and I'm getting ready to start a brand new career. also have a bachelor's degree in communications. And one night I was taking a psychology class, probably my second to last quarter for my degree in communications. And I think we were talking about intrinsic motivation. And I came to the conclusion that my primary motivation in life is to understand and to be understood. And I realized, wow, that sounds like psychology to me. (laughs) 
And it dawned on me that that's probably what I'm supposed to be doing. But I was so close to being at the end of my degree that I thought, well, if I win the lottery someday, maybe I'll go back to school. So then 2020 happened and the great resignation began. And early in 2021, I was passed over for a promotion at my job. And I won't lie, it hurt. And I began to think about what would really make me happy. And I decided that I was done wasting time doing jobs that I just didn't think that I was the right fit for. And I said, you know what? It's time to go back to school. And I am so thankful that my husband is extremely supportive of me. I expected whenever I printed off a bunch of information about the psychology program and handed it to him. I thought he'd laugh me out of the room, but he was extremely supportive. He didn't bat an eye. And uh, so I went back to school. And even better was after I started, he said, you know what? If you want to quit your job and work, do your schoolwork full time, I am completely supportive of that. So I did. And that's where I am. So then I graduated with my bachelor's in a year and started grad school the next day. And now I am a year in. And it's been the most incredible experience, truly. Uh, I have met some extraordinary people. I have learned so much in the year that I've been in grad school so far. And I'm really excited to see where uh, the next year and a half takes me. So that's me in a nutshell. I guess some more non-serious things. I am married, as I mentioned before. I have an incredible husband, been married for four years. I have two beautiful fur babies. Uh, Snickers and Scooby are my two German shepherds, and I love them very much. And you may hear them stomping along overhead as I record this show. So I talked a little bit about why I'm doing this, and just so you know what to expect. You're going to hear a lot from me. But I'm hoping to bring in some of my colleagues, my friends from my program who are absolute geniuses. I cannot stress that enough. They're going to do incredible things someday. So I'm hoping to have them on as well as experts in the field someday as I get a little bit more recognized, hopefully. But as well, I'm hoping to bring some people on who I know have experienced hardships in their lives just to talk about their stories. And I'm going to call those survivor stories. I'll do this once a month. But of course, if you guys like the survivor stories, then hopefully I can do them more often. So I'm going to bring people on the show to talk about some of the things that they've overcome, but then maybe some things that they're struggling with now. And the best part, the part that I'm most excited about is I want you to also tell me your stories. So please, if you have any mental health or hardship, any sort of issues that you have struggled with, or maybe you're still in the middle of dealing with, please send me your story. And you could be on the podcast as well. You can send those to thethoughtmaze at gmail.com. And I'm really looking forward to hearing your stories as well. And you never know who might be listening and who you might help. And of course, we'll be here as a community to support you as well. So the plan is for me to be on every week. Please just 
give me some grace and give me some time. I am very new to this. I've never podcasted before. So I might be a little scattered at first, but once I start to get everything together, I will hopefully be more regular. And of course, the more that you guys interact with me, the more feedback or questions or comments or stories that I get, the harder I'm going to (laughs) work. Because I really want to do this for you. Whoever you are that's listening to me, this podcast is for you. And we're going to be talking about all kinds of mental health stuff. Resources, books, organizations, websites, other podcasts, movies, shows. We'll dive through specific mental illnesses. We'll observe quote-unquote mental health holidays. Anything that we could possibly get out there that might help somebody, we're going to talk about. And luckily, me being in the mental health counseling program, I have a little bit of an inside scoop on a lot of these resources, and I'm going to use that to my advantage and share that with you because knowledge should be shared. So finally, my friends, I would just like to ask you to please subscribe to my channel and please reach out to me on social media. I'd love to meet you guys. I'd love to hear your stories and I'd love to get your feedback. I'm on Instagram and TikTok at The Thought Maze and just check me out. I don't have a whole lot going on right now, but we will get there together. And please, again, just give me any suggestions, questions, topics. Since I am pretty new in this process, your feedback will really help me make this show what you want it to be. And I am absolutely going to take into consideration any sort of feedback that I get from you. And of course, again, please send me your survivor stories at thethoughtmaze at gmail.com. And you could be on this podcast someday. So last thing, again, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me today. And I would like to end this particular episode with my favorite quote. Nobody can tell you what your tough looks like. You could be crying on the floor of the bathroom. You could be laying in bed all day. And that could be your tough. And nobody has the right to tell you otherwise. Thank you again, my friends. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Next week on The Thought Maze, we're going to do a mental health book series, and we'll be going over the book, The Body Keeps the Score. This book is truly one of a kind when it comes to talking about trauma, and if you have experienced trauma or you know someone who has experienced trauma, I highly recommend that you pick up this book today. It is really incredible, so we'll go over that next week. The Thought Maze is recorded and produced by Caitlin Matchy. Please remember, if you have an immediate mental health need, the mental health hotline is available anytime. Please call or text 988.